Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. I'm Nikki. Hey, I'm Doug. And I'm Boar. And this is the show where we talk about all kinds of crazy nerd stuff that's happened in the past couple weeks. Every other week, you get us uh, gathered together here talking about a whole potpourri, Jeopardy style of whatever the hell we feel like in the nerd world. So Yeah, and it's really difficult to talk about potpourri every single week, but somehow <laughs> we find a way to talk about little dried bits of plants that make your house smell nice. Keeping a dish. Or, or stink, depending on how you, uh, you feel about potpourri. I don't know if you've ever been over to my house, but I do not have stinky potpourri. <laughs> It's rancid. It's cat poopery. 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 Get it? Poo. Purr. Mm, comes in a box. But let's not talk about my personal life, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Who knows what that mm. guy wants? Mm. He's a bastard, mm. perhaps. That's true. I, I don't him. know. He's not yet in I existence. don't trust him. Yeah. He may be a lizard man in the future. <laughs> I don't know what I want to talk about. No goddamn bad. lizard man. <laughs> so... So, uh, we, we, so <laughs> trying to make a clean segue here. He brought up the goddamn lizard man. <laughs> you can't just drop it. You you're gonna just let them run the government? Look, <laughs> like, well, can we just forget about lizard? Forget about the lizard man. Why do you think? Why do you what, say? Why do you think they're renovating the Capitol building? I'll tell you why. Because when that scaffolding comes off, you know it's gonna be up there on top of that dome. Goddamn lizard statue. Lizard statue <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. Gonna take out Abe Lincoln next. Yeah, that is some sort of bugs. You know that. I love them bugs. So what I'm hearing is you're running for president? Hell yeah, I'm running for president. <laughs> <laughs> you can't trust just, them goddamn lizard people. I can't trust Trump to get rid of the lizard man. Oh, hell no. He's the only one I know who's still human, goddammit. I think he's part lizard. Have you seen his face lately? No, nah, I ain't no lizard guy that I got to get going to let his face go that way. He got too much hair. He's definitely some sort of... He's too ugly to be lizard. Too ugly to be lizard, folks. All right. He might be some sort of squirrel man or something, but he ain't no lizard. He's warm-blooded at least. (laughs) I touched him. Oh. At the Trump rally, like he shook his head. Uh, I was like, you went suspicious. He's like, sir, I'd like to shake your head. You shake his head, then you know. He was like raising arms for her. Either he's a mammal or he's been sitting on some sort of heat rock all day. (laughs) (laughs) Heat 
truck and an e lamp. He got sprayed with the bottle before he goes on stage. Gotta keep your your politicians humidified. (laughs) Well, that definitely happens. He does definitely get sprayed down a little bit before he gets on stage, but that's just, you know. I've seen it behind the scenes. He needs to stay moist. All right. Got to keep your politicians moist, just like you got to keep your women moist. Oh. <laughs> that can be taken many ways. That's good advice. Is I that... don't think it can be taken many ways. I think it's pretty uh, clear. Is that it? Is that in buy your way to cool? Is that one of the the tips in there? <laughs> yeah, but you got to buy that fifteen dollar ebook. <laughs> Ain't gonna get advice like that for free. <laughs> All right. Those are real tears, man. Three, yeah. three, two. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Three, two, one. I'll a, let you know. Attempting to to bring silence in the room so we can have a nice. Just clean... tell us to shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. I don't. I I run a professional ship here. It's ship shape. <laughs> ship shape. <laughs> professional. How do we know Cap isn't one of them? Lizard man. He kept talking about his ship. <laughs> For on the ocean. Ocean. Lizards don't live on the sea, man. Yeah, you got a point. Except for sea lizards. Sea lizards. They might be shipping them driftwoods that they like to sit on. (laughs) So, (laughs) so the Galapagos fucking (laughs) All right, three, two. (laughs) So, speaking of lizards, reminds me of this awesome flying turtle movie coming out. What was it called? Gamera. Koopa Paratroopa. Oh. Gamera. 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 Hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody's favorite turtle, uh, friend of all children, Gamera. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, um, uh, it's been making the rounds on the internet. If you haven't seen it yet, we'll link to it on this episode's page. Uh, brand new Gamera film, uh, no doubt in the wake of Godzilla, the success of Pacific Rim. But this is a Japanese production, thank God. It's a real, authentic Japanese mm-hmm. monster movie for a change. None of this Hollywood Hoo-ha bullshit that we've been talking about in prior episodes. <laughs> Hoo-ha. Yeah. I definitely like Horse Pucky. I definitely like the 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 was Bull it the, the grandfather or father figure that was definitely chasing he's like he's like you 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 if you stop running, no dinner for you. It's like you would not hear an American say I that. I know, he was like kid. trying to He's like berating the child as they're running for their life. Well actually no to he get was, them to keep to it, keep it, running. He, he, he was you, trying you, to gamma like gamify it, it's it, what it seemed like. You read it wrong, Doug. He's like He's like, if you if you do this, we'll get dumplings and you'll get extra. To get, you no, know, I, saw, I, saw, I saw that part, but it's just like, you know, he's like, but don't stop running, otherwise you get no dinner. Didn't he oh. say something about extra points or something too? In yeah, ramen something like that. And... It was like life is beautiful, but in Japan with giant monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this trailer, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous CGI, a total disaster scene. Uh, a bunch of the uh, f- uh, flying creatures. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Pterodactyls. Uh, from from the Gamma series. And then Gamma comes in and fucks shit up. And, of course, uh, Nerdy Show, most of us at Nerdy Show, many of us at Nerdy Show, learned uh, that the true magic of Gamma in our all Gamma, for our first movie marathon we ever did, actually, was uh, was all Gamma. Um, uh, thanks to uh, Big Bad Shadow Man, who sent us the 90s Gamera trilogy, mm. which was uh, a series of very serious, very awesome Gamera movies made in the 90s in the wake of the success of Jurassic Park. And I, I, liked it. I had no idea that Gamera was even his own thing. I thought it was just part of the Godzilla mythos. Nice. That's what I thought he, as well. Gamera was, uh, was the off-brand Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. So... I mean, the original films are some of the hokiest shit ever. There's a reason that Gamera is mo- best known in the States being immortalized by MST3K and their awesome song about Gamera as being like the hokiest, most bullshitty giant turtle thing you've ever seen. 
Um, but the case is, I mean, you watch those 90s films, it's hard to take them anything but seriously, and that's what this new movie looks like. Unfortunately, uh, from everything I've seen, not set in the same continuity as the, uh, the 90s. Everything films. that I know about Gamera it comes from the Barbra Streisand episode of South Park, where Sidney Poitier <laughs> turns into Gamera. And... Mecha Streisand? Or, uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sidney Poitier turns into the giant turtle thing and I forgot and fights Mecha Streisand. I forgot about that part. But I did forget about that part, too, actually. <laughs> now, to clarify, the trailer is really just kind of a a one-shotter thing. Like, it's not the actual footage that's going to be used yeah. in the film. I think oh, it's so just this kind is, of like was, a Kickstarter. They, sh- they shot it just to tease sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, it it's is not a part teaser trailer. Okay. As far as I'm aware, don't quote me on that. Quoting you. Well, either way, it Damn wasn't it. like a story trailer. Like, it didn't really say too much of what was going to happen. It was just for like a scene. Just it just revealing the mon- yeah. it was, monster. It was good, yeah. though. Yeah. And it's for the uh, 50th anniversary. Yeah, 50, 50 years of, of, uh, of Turtle Friends. Yep. Wow. <laughs> that, is, that is what is up. And take that, Ninja Turtles. And now, um, uh, Arceus here at, at Nerdy Show actually shared with me some, some interesting information <laughs> that I didn't know, uh, which is that the Gamma Trilogy actually had an unofficial fourth film made that was, uh, it's a fan film, but it's been sanctioned by that series' director. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's called, it's called simply, uh, Gamma 4. Truth. Okay. And, uh, and the thing is because... Is, it, is this a Japanese fan it, it is, yeah. Oh, okay. and, and because it's unofficial, though, it is only shown at conventions. Oh. It's never been... Uh, apparently, Japan has their their laws about fan films or whatever, even though the, the Jinshi market, when it comes to manga, is pretty intense. But apparently, that's not kosher, so it only shows up at conventions. Um, and as, as far as uh, Arceus knows, it has not been leaked online. Huh. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I hope to see I mean, it one day. That's, it makes it more... I don't know. I can't think of another example of where a fan film became canon. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's really weird. And also, I didn't know that in 2006, uh, there was another Gamera film called Gamera the Brave, but I also don't know that it relates to the, the trilogy at all. We, you know, we, we also watched another trailer just before uh, pre-gaming some, some topics for this episode. We, we watched a trailer for Far Cry Primal, which uh, is yes. surprising. Uh, very strange, unexpected. I mean, Far Cry, if you're not familiar with the series, is generally um, a game about adventuring in open worlds, uh, so bits of a yeah, survival Yeah, it seems like usually slant. you're fighting uh, like mercenaries. Usually, yeah. Yeah, or gangs of some kind, yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's some, sometimes you're fighting blood dragons, or sometimes you're fighting abominable snowmen, but that's only in the, the times where the game decides to veer off into a truly insane direction. Um Otherwise, you know, it, it's kind of a it's a funny, fun kind of action game, but you can still take it pretty seriously most of the time. And this game looks very serious indeed, but it is not well. It, it's 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 its own thing. Far Cry Primal. It takes place in ten thousand BC, and you are a caveman. All they showed you is just having like a spear and running around and a bow. Oh, did they have a bow too? Yeah, there's a bow. Okay. And it also and shows torch. like the different kind of uh, fights that they're going to be getting into, or like the different missions, maybe. Yeah, mammoth and then, one, uh, saber tooth. Mammoth. Yeah, and then like the weird, uh, the weird face painted people at the end jumping out of yeah, some of the yeah. aggressors. Or, yeah, yeah. And, and it's interesting to me that there's there's this new uh, there's a, it's kind of like one of those um, those things that happens with film where all of a sudden you know you got you got deep impact and you got Armageddon at the same time, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, Far Cry Primal looks an awful lot like Horizon Zero Dawn, um, which is a, a game that we uh, gave one of our best in shows at this year's E3. It's an well, Horizon Zero Dawn that's the future. It's, it is the future, but it's also the future past because humanity has uh, suffered a cataclysm that has pushed them back to the caveman era, and it's all about spears and bows and arrows and stuff. And yes, I that's different enough. 
it's, it's different enough, but the, but it, but at first glance, the na- the Horizon Zero Dawn clearly is going to have some kind of really intense plot, and mm-hmm. we don't know what to expect plot wise from uh, Far Cry Primal. Right. The name of the game, front and center, is survival in a prehistoric world. Yeah. So there, there's a similarity there. It's yeah. interesting. Was Horizon Zero Dawn first person the whole time, or was that third person? Uh, I believe it was a mix. Um, it's I'm, it's been it's been a Either while. Either way, I'm, I'm just curious to see the different game mechanics because it did feel different enough to me, at least. Yeah, I mean, either way, they they both look cool. Did uh, they and, show off any sweet weapons in that one? In in Horizon Zero Dawn, right. she had some oh, cool yeah. stuff. Yeah, Tons. like uh, like the the was, wasn't it like a grappling hook, but it was like a a cable that she would shoot into that giant machine and then like pin it down to the ground and kept doing it over and over and over again to pin that thing down. Yeah, and, I like, mean, because because their their prehistoric technology is built on the ruins of humanity so they can right. pick up you know like things like tech bows and things like that yeah. instead of that. like ripping out the meat to cook it they rip out like the batteries of these things and like use it to make new weapons and stuff so that's pretty cool nice. uh i mean i but in- interesting that there's that there's that this <laughs> this kind of idea that's in gameplay right now like so we might we might hear at e3 you know for the first time ever truly well, survival there's gameplay of, yeah. there's been a lot of those survival games lately too like usually multiplayer ones though like rust yeah and i'm not familiar with know, that. there's probably like half a dozen other ones too but it's like arc something what's the one that's they're kind of like uh you know the day z yeah 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 so they're oh. like that except for primal like okay way earlier oh yeah arc that's yeah arc. that's one yeah yeah except for arc looks kind of ridiculously awesome i haven't played that at all yet but it does look cool um what about the new star wars battlefront game we have been uh, sampling oh, yes. the, the beta. Yeah, um, that was long, long ago in a galaxy far away, too. So that's sort of surviving, happening at surviving the same in a war zone. Well, Far Cry Primal. Yeah, I mean, kind but, of, just in a different galaxy. Uh, but by, exactly. Yeah, and right now, I just, it's really cool because you can go on and you can either play co op with your friend or you can do the online games. But when you do it online, uh, multiplayer, you can get these power ups, and that's how you're able to play as Darth Vader, as Luke, as Tie Fighters, etc. Um, yeah, there'll, there'll be these weird little um, like I, I I honestly like if this if this sounds like oh normal to you, I've never played the other Battlefront games, and I don't play uh, Battlefield, so don't hate. Mm-hmm. But um, but there's icons in out in the field where you might pick up a, a turret weapon or or something like that or you could it could go so far as you can be luke skywalker for a little while or you can fly an a-wing or you can buy a tie fighter if that's appropriate and of course those ones are, are super coveted and super limited and you but hope you're asked you can find one of those things so you can do that <laughs> cool stuff and you're probably gonna get shot while you're trying to do it oh, sure. it's um, a really good looking game too it, like it was um it looks beautiful yeah, yeah. um but uh, i suppose we'll talk about that uh in, perhaps in some detail more in State of the Empire, though, admittedly, our, our Star Wars speculation podcast, admittedly, though, there's much, much more than Battlefront to be talking about mm-hmm. in State of the Empire, so maybe we do well to just chat here about what... what I mean, I, I my reactions from E3 are still the same, which is that it's a it's a very pretty game. It's maybe a little bit glitchy. Not It's actually it's much improved mm. as far as gameplay goes. To me, it's not a game for me. It's too... It's it's rather stale because it doesn't have there's no story element. It's just a, a thing where I can dive in, do a relatively generic first person shooter, and what's special about it is it's in a Star Wars setting, but that's gonna lose its Yeah, everything that glamour. I've seen people play is just like the Battle of Hoth. Well that's and, all they let you play in this beta version. Oh fun. I've already played that like yeah. on I, six I or agree. seven other yeah. games like a thousand well, times. You also you also can play on Sullust, which is unique, which is really cool. Uh, in the co op level, yeah. 
Yeah, no, the co-op yeah. actually looks really cool because it, it's like you just survive different waves of enemies coming in, uh-huh. um, and you get different pickups, and then it's like, okay, for this for this wave, you have to go protect this pod over here, and you got to download the information. Almost like the Mass Effect multiplayer, um, except it looks a little more intense in certain respects. Mm. Uh, it, it, I, I can't wait for the full game release to see what other modes of play there are because they have the what do they call it, the blast mode or whatever. The um, mm-hmm. like, I, I think I think when we see the full game, there'll be a lot more replayability. But I do agree. Like playing Hoth the, the, with regular battle mode, I've been there a million times. Yeah, you know, I there wasn't really anything new there for me other it's than never looked pretty. as pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's never looked as pretty, but it was it was basically the same. I just want to see something different, and I'm hoping they're going to drop a bombshell about some other really cool, amazing stuff because otherwise, I they I've probably could have it. picked any other map, and I would have been more <laughs> excited about it. Yeah, like literally yeah. any other. Why battle. not the Endor one? Yeah, Endor would have even yeah. been better. But whatever. I guess they I guess they figure you're familiar with Hoth, so you're going to play the game and not focus on exploring it or looking at it. it you won't that judge it be. by it looks. I guess by the that's looks fair. Of it. I don't know. I'm, but uh, either way, it was very pretty. I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out when it comes out. But uh, I, I got my ass handed to me on the Xbox One because I'm not used oh, to the controller. Oh, I'm a total uh, like meat sim, meat puppet, like yeah. piece of garbage. Too many, too many people on the beta have are like Battlefield experts, and they snipe me from like across the map. And I just was, it was yeah, very if, frustrating. If you're coming into the screen, I mean, I don't. I wasn't really actually really frustrated at all. I was just you know doing doing my thing. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm okay with 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 sucking. Uh, I kind of anticipate that to some degree, but um, but there were people. Most people playing it were clearly like pros. Like they just they came on over from Battlefield, yeah. Um, and they they're they're doing it up here, and like I gotta so get on. Be, be got, ready for that. I gotta get it on PC because I got no control with the cursor, like on the on the. On oh the yeah, controller. I have a big problem playing first person shooters with a yeah. joystick or gamepad or whatever. Ugh. Uh, anyway, so so by the time you're hearing this, the beta is no doubt closed, but the um, the game itself comes out November 17th in the United States, so uh, you can pre-order on this episode's page, obviously. Line the Nerdy Show coffers if you do it on Amazon, which is super cool. Uh, and of course, stay tuned for more Star Wars stuff, including future Battlefront reviews, likely on State of the Empire, our Star Wars speculation podcast at nerdyshow.com slash Star Wars. Where we look for news in Alderaan places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You always forget that. I I seldom forget that. No, but, I know you don't. I, you forgot it now. I, so I'm doing I like, it now. I like the energy of us both doing that. I, I tend to you know steer that ship very well. exclusively. He I'll, I'll do add it, it when you when you when you, don't, you when you don't feel like dropping it. I'll drop it for you. I'm glad you did. Why do you think you think I'm not glad you did? I'm glad you did. Then <laughs> say then say so, Captain. <laughs> I approve. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We we did we did play uh, we actually did uh, had a little a little jam session before we 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 did the uh, the show here and we rocked out hard we did oh uh, yes that's right the, yes well, you guys yeah. rocked hard I, uh, I I I need to keep my day job I blame the egg chair. I only died once well, we oh, we played we played rock band rock band four is out um, if you listen to our E three coverage early in the year you'll know that uh, well how how personally excited I am about the the prospect of playing rock band and it did indeed sway my decision for which next-gen next system I would buy, and I picked up an X-Bone because uh, all of my rock band songs that I previously purchased in the past iterations were on Xbox, and that the only way those companies would allow it to transfer was if you went from the, the next next-gen console. So you're so. really excited about getting your plastic instruments back out and clacking them? 
Yeah. Oh, very excited about that. But no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I do the, the, the singing songs on the, on the you microphone. Do the sing songs only. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do the clickety clacks. I don't. That's, you could uh, that's just not buy a scene. karaoke machine and have like any song you want. No, and here's why: because the vocal opportunities that the way the way that the way that vocals are laid out in rock band is so superior to any other singing game or karaoke setup or whatever. Like it just it blows it out of the water. And also, most importantly for me, I mean, for me personally, that's what I do predominantly. But the opportunity that rock band brings of collaborating with friends Play in with the friends, same room, yeah. the energy that, that creates. That's my scene. It's one of my favorite games. So yeah. we played Light Up the Night, and it was a little bumpy, but it was still fun. What, what was what, what was bumpy? Just that we, we well, had like the lead guitar dropped out really fast, <laughs> <laughs> but it was but it was still a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah. And if you if you haven't heard, the Proto Men are in Rock Band on the disc, not a download, legit. Uh, and actually, for for download, Weird Al makes his debut as well as Baby Metal. Um, that's the, the the day one DLC opportunities for uh, for Rock Band expansion. Um, the game overall is is interesting because it's actually quite stripped down and streamlined. They looked at all Rock Band three was loaded with features. I mean, that thing was just full of all kinds of crazy f- stuff that you might never use or you might love. Um, but they, they looked at all the stats from people who were playing it. They did a bunch of polls uh, via their community surveys and harmonics realized there was just a lot of stuff that wasn't being used in rock band three, including the keys uh, for the keytar, uh, including the uh, online guitar challenges, stuff like that. People just played it straight up, like weren't doing it in, in any kind of numbers. So most of that stuff's gone. It's slimmed back. Even the character creation is slimmed back. So it's a it's a leaner game that they've said they might add features to as it goes on. But right now it's got the tour mode. It's got the quick play. Um, and it has a new guitar solo feature, which you tried out, Doug. What yeah. do you think about that? Um, at first, I thought it was going to be uh, like really simple and just like crazy fun. Then I started the tutorial, and it was just like, okay, now do this. Good. Now do this. And a one Good. and a two and, and a one a and a two. And I'm like, how long is this going to go on? I just want to rock out. And I'm like, uh, you heard me. At one point, I'm like, this is too complicated. Like, this is not, this is no longer fun. But almost immediately after I said that, it was over. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, all right, well, let me try it. And uh, then we went into freestyle mode. And I'm like, okay, th- this really takes no thought at all. Like, it was really like, I don't know why they put so much emphasis on the timing. But I guess it's because we, when you play the normal game, it'll give you that opportunity to do the freestyle stuff in the middle mm-hmm. of a song. Like, that will be pretty cool. But um, even just, just doing the guitar solo freestyle mode, just dicking around. It sounded good. Like it, it. It made my nonsense clicking of the buttons sound clicky, clicky, like clicky. I was uh, doing something. What it, it, a two e and a three. <laughs> <laughs> what, what it actually, what it is, is that it's like in in the game you can turn this off or on. Uh, in the game, you do not have to do the solo that the you know that was probably improvised when they recorded the track. You can actually put yourself into that solo and. Uh, and use all the various buttons, the ten buttons on the guitar, as well as the accelerometer, uh, to do all sorts of different notes and string together something that their software has designed so that they can, they'll make you sound good, but they'll give you suggestions that will help you sound better while you your, yourself are still able to make choices. And it is very complicated, but once you kind of learn like just the general idea of how to do it, like what does what, what syncs yeah. up with what when, sounds. Once you learn how to do the meadly and the squeedly, then you can just in your own head make Do it some happen. Legit super meatly, exactly. And and it feels good. It feels fun. And you were right, Cap. Uh, metal, just particularly speed metal, that would be the easiest and most fun to play along with because you just go nuts. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're playing it over like 
uh, let the good times roll by the cars. You may have to le- at least wait a good amount into the song before yeah. <laughs> any of the stuff you're doing is going to feel right. Um, They'll look at you like Marty McFly at the end of the first movie. It's like, what is he doing? <laughs> so speaking of Marty McFly, October 21st, the day this is coming out today, is the day that Marty ends up going into the future and back to the future too. You mean the present. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so if you're in Hill Valley, so and he's coming. To this, yeah. Wow. Prepare yourself. <laughs> Shit's about to go down. Don't interrupt him. Let him do what he needs to do. Have your hoverboards ready. Uh, we we, we talked we talked about a little bit of the Back to the Future celebrations in the prior episode, but there's been all kinds of new stuff since then. Yeah, new stuff came out. There was the Pepsi uh, Perfect. Yeah, Pepsi oh Perfect. Gosh. And you were saying Jaws nineteen. Yeah, I, I love the Jaws nineteen trailer, but the Pepsi Perfect go into detail because all right. Before, oh, when I was God. reading it, it sounded like it was only going to be put out in New York, but then clearly they were only putting about 2,000 no, yeah. there and making okay. 6,000. So like they, they were, there was like these little leaked videos, little leaked images that they were going to do Pepsi Perfect, and I lost my shit. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God, I cannot wait. And then they finally reveal it with a, with a commercial. Like right. Pepsi, Pepsi Perfect, Perfect is, commercial. is the, the Pepsi brand of 2015. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's still like oh, yeah, all the way, oh, the yeah, all the all way, way up. up. And then they're like, yes, it's finally here, Pepsi Perfect. And then I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait. And then they just go, also, it's only 6,000 bottles at $20.15 per bottle. Wink. So many tables were flipped. Yeah. And then like, and then also, they were giving away 1,000 bottles at New York Comic Con. 1,500 at New York Comic Con. So really, only 5,000 bottles are going to be made. And then each of them is $20.15. And they're not glass, they're plastic. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even get it right. The original one had a straw built into it. Yeah. yeah, a little flip-up straw. It, like, it does come in the glass tube. Like, the bottle is in that plastic tube. It, it could, but so like, it's, it's, just, right, it's but... weird because, you know, they're charging an exorbitant amount for a limited-release product. For a that, plastic that, bottle. That isn't even to, to, yeah, an accurate replica. Yeah, and it's not going to be designed to, like, last. Yeah, but I'm now, still going to give it... them all my money if I can. If I get the chance to get a Pepsi Perfect, I don't even care. I just... And here's my paycheck. Me too, but I'm still going to be upset about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't for mind sure. the fact that it's not in a glass bottle because I realize you have to do it for mass production and it's like a special bottle, like a one-off thing. But only 5,000 bottles to the general public? Yeah. I don't know. They make glass bottles for everything. Sprite, Coca-Cola. Like, they sell glass bottles to this day. It really doesn't well, feel yeah, like what, it would be that hard. How are you going to put the cap on? Like, the cap has to be plastic. Just like a screw-off beard top, I guess. I don't know. I but think you it's plausible. A, could you put a plastic cap on yeah, a glass bottle? Yeah, you absolutely yeah. could. Why not? You, you do that on, on, on water bottles all the time. And if, it, if not plastic, then some kind of silicone-based plastic of some kind again the plastic doesn't bother me so much as just yeah. just the amount like Plus, if, if, if it, it was all, break if, like if it was all plastic and it was like maybe if eight dollars a bottle right, and if, there was like a million if, of them if they if it was a, if it was a full drink run for like a special drink like when they, when yeah. they did uh pepsi throwback originally if it, yeah. was, if it was pepsi throwback kind of distribution it was in a plastic bottle that was affordable yeah i'd be like okay i don't care that i'm you, all over I, it yeah, I, yeah exactly 100 percent. but if you're charging twenty dollars and it's going to be limited, like right. super limited. Then it better be get. the it's best. It's be something that you yeah. have to go out and fight for. Right. If you treat it like a collector's item, make it full-on accurate with a glass exactly. bottle. Exactly. So yeah, I agree with that. Does anybody know the best way I can get my hands on a bottle of Pepsi Perfect? I do, but eBay. we don't want to put it on a podcast. Okay, but you're going to no. <laughs> tell me later. <laughs> like, no, I'm just kidding. I don't I uh, No, idea. eBay is going to be like, oh, here, give me $300 for yeah, this plastic I'm, piece of poop. I'm sorry to break it to you, Nikki. That is, that is it. <sighs> Like well, th- there's there's gonna like there's no better way. Well, there may- there's gonna be six thousand. Where are they distribute? Because like clearly it's gonna be in New York, and that is all I know. But I know it can't just be New York. Is it yeah, maybe online somewhere? 
This is stressful for me. It, it's it just, could be. I mean, maybe they're this. gonna. Yeah, maybe they're gonna do it the way that they uh, they did with the um, the the rainbow Doritos recently. Um, mm. Uh, which which will be going into detail on a forthcoming episode. I would have a chance of getting it if that was the case, and I don't feel like they're going to do that. Uh, well, I mean, they they ran out of the the rainbow Doritos, like they hit a cap. In fact, we have we received we ordered five bags. We've received one bag so far. So, yeah, but if it was an online thing, I feel like I would still have a chance. But now, like as it stands, like what stores are going to have this? Like, are are they? How many are they getting? Like, uh, is my local Target just going to have like two, and that's that's it? And the employees will take them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. it, anyway, it's 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 sort of flubbed. And here's here's where I think they they really dropped the ball, and not just this the 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 replica and distribution and availability and all that. Mm-hmm. It's that uh, if they were going for if they would just decide to do wide distribution. Now, Pepsi's tried to reinvent the wheel a number of times with Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi, Pepsi Blue, both reasonable products, especially Pepsi Blue. I was a real big fan of that. Yeah, you were the only one I know. Fuck you, Doug. I'm not saying it was no, bad. No, I'm just saying Get it. out. I'm saying no. <laughs> you two are the only ones I know who drank Pepsi Blue and liked it. I know so many people. It was my I, life well, for a while. I didn't cool. even know Pepsi cool. Blue existed. It was liquid gummy bears. What? It, it, it was ta- amazing. Yeah, it tasted like the, the fruitiest, weirdest, most like alien but mm. delicious soda pop. Like it wasn't too sweet. Like liquid gummy bears is a weird way to describe it because it was also mm. sort of tart and it wasn't like overpowering. So like Sour Patch Kids? No. Mm. No, it wasn't like it's, sour. <laughs> but Sour it, Patch Kids are hardly like. They're definitely sour. At the it tasted beginning. like the future, and then they they, then they slammed yeah. the door it on it. It tasted like the future. But here's, <gasps> the, here's the problem. It was called Pepsi Blue. People expected it to be a, a Pepsi. Pepsi. They wanted cola. Right. It should have been its own new thing. Yeah. Um, Pepsi Perfect was a great opportunity for Pepsi to launch a new soda and keep yeah. can keep their, their branding and to do the thing they've been trying to do for apparently the last 20 they years. They could have done something really weird be, and experimental be, with it, too. Because people, people would accept Pepsi Perfect because it's a movie tie, and they would yeah. love it, like just like Ecto Cooler from fucking High C, and that was on the market for like maybe 20 years. I still believe, yeah. I, if you I'm not mistaken, still... it still is the longest running and most successful movie to food tie-in ever. Oh, yeah. Are we talking Without about Ecto Cooler? Ecto yeah. Cooler, yeah. Now, you can still it. get the um, like Ecto like energy drink at Spencer's and stuff like that. Yeah, they clearly still... piggybacking off of the success of that. Oh, yeah. for sure. So you can still find things very similar to it, but... But 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 think about I mean think about the possibility bring okay it's 2015 here's Pepsi Perfect it's a brand new formula I mean when Coke went switched over to um you know to to new, new Coke, Coke which was apparently bad right people people didn't good or bad I'm not I don't even really know people didn't like it it was it was either a a complete mishap or a brilliant and manipulative marketing campaign no one's sure but what they do know is that when when classic Coke did actually come back they did actually discreetly change the formula that was when they switched over to corn syrup was that uh, moment when they brought because New Coke was corn those syrup bastards. and they they used the the deployment of Coca Cola Classic to bring corn syrup into the uh, the soda market You're in a big way. Corn syrup, like yeah. everything. <laughs> now 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 this is a great opportunity for Pepsi to maybe do the opposite and bring like a sugar soda since throwback well, has they, been they so successful with, like, with, for with them. the throwback, like with Mountain Dew throwback Actually, and like Dr Pepper. Real sugar Pepsi is a it's a normal thing now. They've got real sugar Pepsi, I, I know it is. cherry Pepsi, um, and vanilla Pepsi. But they they could have the they could have created a, a new alternate Pepsi format that and, people um, would actually adopt because people like the no, idea. I, of I'm Pepsi totally with so you much. and yeah. what you're saying because they they had a really good opportunity here to make like. An do some experimentation thing, yeah. with very little to no risk. Yeah, exactly. And I think it could have been something they could have sold much more long term. But I'm sure what they're going to do is put this out. 
you know, make people think that they're never going to have another chance to get it. So that way they pay the $20, but then they come out with maybe another form of it. Pepsi later. is not afraid to just do something for a couple up. of time, like a, a couple of months or something, and then just never do it again. Well, then screw Pepsi because I'm very, still excited. They're very open to just doing something that's amazing <laughs> for a very short period of time and then sweeping it under the rug and forgetting about it forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have burned me so many times. <laughs> Uh, Are you a fan of the holiday Pepsi? I loved you. (laughs) How long did Crystal Pepsi last? About a year. About a year. Crystal Pepsi wasn't that long. It was. It was good. Did you ever have it? I did. I I don't. I don't remember it. Frankly, I was was too young. It was like kind of lemony. Yeah. It was. It was a. Was it a sprite? It wasn't really like sprite. It was. It was. It was was supposed to be a sprite. It was supposed to be regular cola. I mean, the taste is clear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The choice is clear. You're right. But uh, I, I remember, I remember liking it. That, uh, to me, it tasted like regular Pepsi, but with a little hint of something, you know. Like, but it was enough to that I, it I liked lemony. it. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, it's weird. It don't, it don't look clear anymore. Well, yeah. mo- modern Crystal Pepsi looks like a horrifying orange syrup. Have you seen bottles on eBay? Have you ever drank soda that was past its expiration date? No. Do not try it. <laughs> I, I knew when Pepsi Lime was going away, so I stockpiled that shit. I oh. had probably about four cases of it. And I sat on it for about mm, four years. <laughs> Went ahead and was like, oh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try one of those." And it was fucking terrible. And I had to throw it all away. Oh, so you tell me, Fallout is like not accurate, where like you could t- take a Nuka Cola. Well, Nuka Cola has certain amount of let's call them preservatives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend drinking old soda. Yeah. No. Okay. Do, so, if you, so if you do buy Pepsi Perfect in that bottle and you're low, you one of the lucky ones, you should drink it and then replace it with a now, caramel color. Yeah, yeah. I very much doubt that uh, that Pepsi Perfect is a different formula. No, of course it doesn't not. have any of, of the vitamins not. that Pepsi Perfect is supposed <laughs> to have. Or the, the electrolytes built into it. Oh man, mm. they should have done it. They should have done it. Uh, you wimps, you wusses. Uh, you make me sick. Ruining they, 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 this they made experience. a commercial for it. Like they, they put did. in the effort to film a commercial. They spent more on that commercial than <laughs> the they did. Bo- oh on yeah, actually oh, no, making a fucking product. And yeah. I love the yeah. little robot though, just like chilling with his own Pepsi Perfect. Like, well, I mean, I guess the flying cars need, could take the soda, right? I mean, the robot did. Mr. Mr. Fusion, yeah. Which actually ties into the original ending of the original draft of Back to the Future, because originally, uh, there's no time machine car. It's like he has to get into a refrigerator. Right. And one one of the uh, key ingredients... (laughs) I've never heard this. I've never heard this. No, this is the honest truth. I've heard this. So here's the answer. Dude, I don't want to derail the entire episode, but I will tell you the entire full story. Fuck it. I mean, this episode is coming out on the day on Back to the Future Day. And I have more to talk about. Like, I'm not done either, so (laughs) let this... We just just spent like 15 minutes talking about soda. Talking about... I should. Derailing? Well, we're going... We don't need rails. (laughs) (laughs) That's Back to the Future 3. How far are we going? Uh, We're going going back. Back. Pre-Lizard Men? Now, this is pre-Back to the Future. Back. <laughs> so, so the original draft of Back to the Future, which I've which I've read, and uh, and I can I could offer it to you if anyone wants to read it. Whatever, I got the PDF. Anyway, I'll take it. Um, the original draft uh, is Marty McFly, and he's already buddies with Doc Brown. He's sort of a sort of troublemaker in school, not like really bad. He's not a bully or anything like that. But uh, the opening credits is him in class, um, and he's like 
putting on a headset, kind of like when he plugs in the guitar in the beginning, he strums the big loud thing. He puts on like a little headset and he puts on his sunglasses and in the mirrored reflection of the sunglasses, you see an atomic bomb, like a, a mushroom cloud go off mm-hmm. and you hear like the rock loud blast rock music. And then that's when you realize, oh, he's in school. They're watching an old film on a projector screen about the atomic blast. That's a good just, cutaway. And man. he's just, and he's wow. just like rocking out in the back and then he gets in trouble or whatever. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after school, he goes to Doc Brown's place, which is in the middle of like downtown of Hill Valley and it's in like this rundown like apartment and he goes in there and Doc Brown's pet is not Einstein. I don't remember what the pet's name is, but it's a chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. So Doc Brown has a pet chimpanzee and uh instead of it being like a time machine, it's like it's sort of like Wayne Zelinsky's laser gun on like mounted <laughs> And he'll zap something, and it sends it through time. And he does this sort of experiment, kind of like with Einstein, the dog, in the movie, where it's like, oh, I'll send him a minute in the future or whatever. Something about it is not working. Like, he tries to zap an apple or some other random shit, and it doesn't work. But it's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? It is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> but, Man. but, no, hold on to your hat. This is where it gets crazy. Marty... <laughs> I bet Bob Gale is pissed about that lift. No, Marty <laughs> is drinking a Coca-Cola. Okay. Mm. He accidentally spills it into the machine uh-huh then the machine works oh. it's exactly like honey i shrunk the kids man did, no hold it so so did I, they I'll, pay him for this they no, should have no, paid no, him no, for no. this so so uh doc goes he's like what what did you do it suddenly works and marty's like i don't know i accidentally spilled it I, he thinks he fucked up and he picks up the bottle and he's like trying to look at the ingredients and he goes what's in this stuff and marty goes i don't know it's like the best kept secret in the world and he's like i gotta find out and he starts messing with stuff but anyway so marty accidentally gets zapped suddenly there's like a bright flash of light and he's zapped and he's like where am i and it's just like a one de- run down like abandoned apartment at night and he's like what the fuck he stumbles out into the street it's 1955 some of the similar jokes he goes into lose cafe and he's like uh give me a uh, you know, uh, give me a Pepsi free or whatever. And it's the same sort of jokes. And he's like, hey, we don't take your funny money. What the hell is this? Is it? He's like, 20? Whoa, big spender. And then he's like, wait a minute, this is fake money. This isn't a real 20. And then he <laughs> chase him away. And it sort of follows the same sequence of events. Um, uh, there's a quick uh, joke about how when he first, when he before he travels backwards in time, Doc tells him that he had the thought for the fuck's capacitor and the way the time machine works. I don't know if it was New Year's Eve or if it was his birthday or whatever day it was. He was having a big party. I think it was like a Christmas party or something. He's having a party at his place. And the Doc in this one is a little bit more like Rick from Rick and Morty, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, he's kind of more of like a wild party guy and uh, known as being like a womanizer. So Marty sneaks up to his mansion. He's like, Doc would know what to do. He's alive in the 50s. I, I, he'll help me figure out how to get back to the future. So he looks, he's looking, he sees that there's a large party happening at the mansion, right? And he looks through the um oh, uh, they getting the thing. in there? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Doc told him Doc told him that he slipped and hit his head. That's how he came up with the idea for the flux capacitor. So he looks through like bushes in like in the living room. There's a whole big party going on. It's like the Playboy mansion. And Doc is leaning up against the um the fireplace and he's chatting up like this 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 like really cute girl who's like way too young for him apparently and she's like oh and they're getting all flirty and he whispers something in her ear and she picks up a vase and smashes it over his head for saying something totally not not cool <laughs> and then he falls down he's like doc he runs in and that's when he wakes up he's got the idea for the fuck's capacitor so he's not a recluse uh no and he is more of like that party animal guy anyway flash flash forward over the course of the whole movie which is it's interesting enough of itself and how it's different but the finale of the movie instead of driving a car at eight miles per hour hitting the clock tower um, they realize the only thing that, that can send him back is the amount of like radiation and the connect kineticism or whatever it takes to throw him into the future would be uh, a nuclear bomb. So they have to wait for a nuclear bomb to go off. So that nuclear test 
that was foreshadowed in the beginning. They know it's going to happen soon. And Doc says, okay, well, here's what we can do. We have to have you lead-lined. So if we put you in a fridge that's completely lead-lined and we have, like, all the gizmos and doodads on it that's going to help you go back in time, we have to place the fridge with you in the fridge oh, at an I exact have, I distance. This. You have to be from an, You have to be an exact distance from ground zero. If you're too close to it, you fry. If you're too far away from it, you fry. But if you're right there in the middle, it'll knock you into the future. And so he starts building, and he's like, I don't know what the final component is. Like, I don't know how we can get it to work. And Marty's like, I know what the final component is. And he's like, <laughs> and he's just like, all right, well, then what do we do? He's like, well, I don't, he's like, I can't know what the final component is. Because if, if, I, if I didn't know in the future, you know, it, it has to stay that way. Because if I know what the final component is, I can't put it in there. And Marty knows it's Coca-Cola. So only Coca-Cola can help him go back to the future. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so, so glad this didn't happen, but it's entertaining. Yeah. So, so Marty, so, he, so they, they finally, they run out there to Area 51 or wherever it is out in the desert. And, like, the military countdown has happened. They run out there in a Jeep. And they have to act fast because, like, the countdown's already happening. They measure it. They drop off the fridge. And Marty, before Marty hops in, he, he pours it, like, into the thing. And he puts the empty glass bottle into, like, a jacket. And he puts the jacket in the back of Doc's truck. And Doc speeds off. Marty gets in the thing. Kaboom! And, um, uh, after, you know, it goes off and Doc is just like, oh, I hope it worked. And then he like looks in the car and he sees like the empty Coke bottle sticking out of the jacket. And he's like, huh, I wonder if that was like the missing component or whatever. So he's, so you think that he's going to figure it out. Cut to Marty back in present day steps out and he's like, okay, Doc said if it worked, he would meet me here at this time. And he's like waiting and he like, Doc's not showing up and he's just like, what the heck's going on? Suddenly, this is the end of the film. Doc lands on a flying car, like Jetson style, like, and he's like doc and doc's dressed all these weird clothes and he's like oh marty it worked and he's just like uh so what happened why this doesn't look like normal you know whatever and he goes well i i I, fi- I figured out that uh the soda was was what did it so it's actually an energy source that can like transform the world and solve all of our problems and we're living in a paradise future now and they take off and the final joke of the movie as they're flying up to go back to Hill Valley, they're, like, way up in the sky, and they're flying, like, at a million miles an hour, and it's, like, you know, amazing Jetson's future. Mar- it says, like, Marty looks out the side window, and he sees the most beautiful, pristine, amazing metropolis that, that, that you could ever imagine. And Marty's, like, in awe of it, and he just goes, oh, my God, like, like this is it. This is the future. I'm Like, this is amazing. This is the most beautiful city I've ever seen. What what city is that? And he goes, Cleveland! And then they pull away. <laughs> <laughs> And it's the end. And then it's like, oh, that is a very strange movie. Very different. That would have been so weird. Yeah. But I mean, I'm down for Doc saying Wubba Lubba Dub Dub, but that's about it. But in an alternate history, Coke was the main soda of Back to the Future and like as an important plot point. But then they realized Pepsi was perfect. So No, you know what? Coke was great, but Pepsi's perfect. How much was different in the middle? Like not much or? A lot. I mean, it was still mostly about his parents and uh, trying to get that all work out together because the thing that inspired the story was um, Bob Gale was looking through his old uh, his parents like yearbooks and he saw like his parents as kids and he's just like wow my parents as kids I wonder if I was at their high school if somehow I went back in time would I hate them or would they be like really cool or would they hate me and think I'm a nerd you know because the <laughs> idea that you don't know your parents when they're younger so like yeah. what kind of people were they and they were flawed just like you and that's what sparked the whole idea so it was all about interacting with your parents when when they were younger and making out with your mom yeah and, and making almost out making out with your mom, mom. Yeah, yeah yeah can i give you my alternate ending to that movie <laughs> sure <laughs> it's, it's just as real as that one was <laughs> my alternate ending is everything is the same you know they load up the uh fridge with coca-cola and everything <laughs> it already sounds the great. atomic bomb goes off the fridge disappears and doc's like oh great it worked 
And then he comes back 30 years later. There's nothing there. Marty just got blown up. Or he got sent further back in time. Way no, to be a no, Debbie Downer. <laughs> and the moral of the story is don't sit in a fridge next to a nuclear fucking bomb. <laughs> I, I remember um, there was this came this the, the fridge ending of Back to the Future did come up at some point during discussions about Indy 4. Uh, yeah, because it's like, oh, that happened in the Back to the Future script that didn't happen. I mean, was, was Steven Spielberg involved with um, Back to the Future? Uh, yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, honey, I Shrunk the Kids? I don't think so. Okay. I'm trying to figure out, like, just like, I, I was just searching, like, did Bob Gale get credit for that? I mean, because clearly, like, Hollywood I mean, just recycles ideas. I don't know, man. That was a Disney production. This was Universal production. Yeah, don't mean a thing, though. I mean, if, if mm, it's interesting. There's lasers in other movies that are like, I mean, you know, and accidentally you pour a food on it and it works. I don't know. Well, that was a baseball. It wasn't, uh, wasn't a food product. I was sort of waiting for you to say, and then, you know, Marty looks up and there's a giant oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> I think Florida would be considered a lizarding world. We no, I'm talking about those reptilians who run Washington from beneath. The ground. Oh, the sewers. For they put their home under the Constitution at the archives. <laughs> Every night it gets lowered in the ground. All of this is goddamn lizard man. I know you would. Lizard men try and interpret it and change it. And they can't get it changed down there. They change it through Congress. Tongue going to tell me how to live, I'll tell you what. Tongue flicking cold blood lizard, I tell you what, I warm blooded American over here. I ain't gonna got no time for no cold blood no lizard administration. Lizard folk. <laughs> eating bugs instead of doing drugs. Ain't nothing American about eating no bugs, no. I, I went over to I saw them Chinese. Yeah, they, 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 eat they, bugs. they eat them bugs. Uh, lizards eat them bugs. Ain't no American eating no bugs. Tell you one thing. Ain't getting the TV. They ain't touching my diesel truck. Or my copy of Shaq Diesel. That's much treasured to me. It's my favorite record album. (laughs) Ain't it funny how there ain't no lizard folk in the NRA? Ain't that a coincidence? I I ain't never seen one. (laughs) Not one. That's the most convincing thing I heard all day. And I'll read the dictionary. (laughs) They got them in that there government, I tell you what. They've infiltrated the government. They've infiltrated the media. I mean, they're everywhere. It's all going to hell. Fuck it. What are we going to do? Yeah, I but I'll tell you what. You don't like it. You leave. i tell you what. My, my colors. I want to tell you about my colors, how they do not run. <laughs> I, I, ain't no, I ain't saying we run. I'm saying what we're going to do. I use color safe bleach. Really quick, like, I don't know if anyone is interested in this fact, but just this year, 2015, uh, Netflix has just put on Tremors 5. Oh no! Straight to Netflix? Yes. Oh, I believe Lord. so. It's is Tremors Kevin Bacon Five. In it? I, no. Are there still ass blasters? I don't know. I have not watched it yet. I just found it last night. It, I'm probably going to watch it tonight. But it is called Bloodlines, and there's only one man. I think though, I saw a picture, and it looks like the original guy who was in the movies and the TV series. Ooh. You know, Doug, if mm. they're doing Tremors Five, there's a good chance maybe Netflix could give us Transfer Seven. <laughs> so many transfers, and, and it could be anybody. I and want it, a transfer series. And if you haven't done the trance dance, well, let me tell you, um, it's a whole thing. Uh, uh, but speaking of uh, Netflix movies, I've been trying to tell people about uh, what was it, Dragonheart Three? Yeah, yeah. How's that going for you? Uh, 
they give me strange looks, man. <laughs> when we when the short the, the short version of this is what when Cap and I went to go to the Star Wars celebration, uh, we were just hanging out with uh, Matt Spill, Matt Matt Rex, and we were just on Netflix, Netflix and chill, as as the new kids say. Uh, and I, I, meanwhile, I was well, you guys were Netflix and chill. Hey, this <laughs> is hey, supposed to be a chill. family show. It was pretty chill, and Netflix was involved. Wow. Yeah, I was I was off uh, cobbling does that, together. Does that mean that... something else other than chilling out and watching Netflix? Um, Are you yeah. serious right now? I don't know that it means something else. What is I, I, I'm... Netflix and chill <laughs> is now the terminology people use in the real world for, hey, let's Netflix and chill, a.k.a. Uh, booty call. That's a booty call now. But what's ne- but are you, were, are you, are you not watching Netflix when that happens? It's Maybe. probably on the in the background, but the chilling part, it's like, pretense they're not looking to chill. Something else. It's like, come up and take a look at my etchings. It's like, it's like, it's like, hey, why don't you come over to my place? We'll watch some Netflix and chill. I'll pay you after a short period of time. Pretty well, much. Okay. Which is sad because I'm that person that gets excited when someone's like, hey, want to come over and watch some Netflix? Chill? I'm thinking, ooh, yeah, they have well, all the we Star Trek series. See, personally, though, I never say, like, you want to come over and watch Netflix. I have some sort of a specific, like, yeah. let's watch this fucking show. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, if someone says, hey, you want to come over and watch Netflix, they think, oh, great, we'll spend two hours deciding what to browsing. watch and we won't watch yeah. anything. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, come on, However, just, we'll pick some some, some stuff. Uh, D- Doug yeah. and the two Mats did it right, where they, they did take their sweet time picking something. And they, they chilled but, while watching Netflix. But they, they, they picked some stuff. Meanwhile, the whole, the whole education of Cap thing that's going on here, well, that's... I that's just, just learned it this I am, I am working all the time, man. While they were watching Dragonheart 3 and Loving Life, I was writing that massive fucking Star Wars Celebration article. I'm doing all the hard work. <laughs> They're chilling. Okay. Yep. Into that discussion. Tell them about Dragonheart 3, Doug. Basically. Nobody fingered you during this Netflix? <laughs> I, was, I was not fingered, and it would have been welcome, let me tell you. <laughs> Basically, it was like, hey, let's pick a bad movie and then like laugh. Ha 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 ha. And it's so terrible. So we picked, oh, Dragonheart 3. This has got to be bad. Who's Ben Kingsley is in this? Oh, man. Oh, we were in for a sweet, sweet ride. And we start playing it, and like 10 minutes in, we're like, oh, man, this is going to be so bad, you guys. Oh, my God, it's going to be great. Look at the stupid opening credits. They think it's like a real movie. It's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, you hit the 15 minute mark, and we're like, this ain't funny. <laughs> this is this is taking itself a little too seriously. But you know what? Wait till wait till like we get into like the second act. This is where it's going to get really boring and really dumb. And then we get into act two, and we're like, I'm getting a little invested in this. Like I'm like this is it's not bad. This is not bad. And then the villain, like the villain, like seems like so fucking cliche at first. You're like, oh my god, I can see this coming a mile away. I know everything that's going to happen. But then the villain has these like little monologues or these little things that he says to them and. There's some good writing, like buried in this film, there are nuggets of good writing and like good villainous moments and clever things like, like, I wouldn't expect Dragonheart 3 to reinvent the rules of dragons and shit, but there were new things in this film that I've never seen before on the level of Portal, like the game. (laughs) Where it's like, I I shit you not, it's like the dragon... Comes it's like the, the this version the dragon. <laughs> Will somebody be raiding you during this? It's, it's like it's like cursed. So the dragon is like cursed in this way. The, the first of all, the dragon's voiced by Ben Kingsley, and he actually does a pretty good job of voicing the dragon. And uh, it's there's a curse. Ben Kingsley wouldn't do a good job normally. Uh, well, he's Not, in a lot of bad movies, is what I'm saying. Sure, and but he actually is giving an effort to make this performance good. Um, but the, the dragon is cursed at this point by the bad guy because the bad guy wants to control the dragon to burninate the whole fucking you know nation, <laughs> yeah. and, the countryside. 
Yeah, so uh, so he curses the dragon so that if it steps into daylight into direct sunlight, it becomes like ethereal and transparent, and it has mm. it can't like be it can't grapple with anything or do anything. It's just like a floating organs and like floating heart and floating eyes oh. and shit. And it's like you're like, whoa, this is creepy, but actually kind of cool in a way. And um, uh, but the the dude splits like the dragon heart with you know the dragon splits his heart with like the main hero, so he gets this like ghost walk ability from like Shadow of Mordor, and um. <laughs> Uh, uh, so they have to get these dragon eggs because, like, if you get the, the so, like, that that main dragon <laughs> laid the eggs, it's got to protect the eggs. The bad guy gets the eggs, and the dragon is like, Look, we can't go out into direct sunlight, but we got to get these eggs back. And he's like, Don't worry, man, I got half your heart, I can go into sunlight, let's do this. So he does it, and he goes out, and there's this, there's this really clever mechanics of this scene where he goes out in the middle of like broad daylight, like, it's it's like not even that spectacular in this like wide open countryside, but there's no cover, so the dragon can't come to his rescue so he gets these fucking eggs and it gets to this point where it's like he has to like drop through shadows to move so like the dragon has to teach him this shadow step between like shadows of trees and shit like like nightcrawler and he's out there where there's no shadows and all the bad guys are going to surround him and the dude gets like the final like egg and he's like oh shit he gets surrounded like what's he going to do he falls face first onto his own shadow and is able to shadow walk back into the trees and get away and i'm like this is too well written. Like, this is like someone was like actually writing this out and thinking about the logic of how this works. The logic holds water. Like, at no point does it break the logic of the magic of, of that they've set up. And uh, it's like it's like a great D and D one off campaign because you got the ranger, you got like the wizard, and you got the main uh, 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 like cleric, and uh, you got a dragon. And Ben Kingsley. And uh, I've been recommended to people. but uh, you, Dragonheart 3, more than you bargained they're for. They're giving me the same look that Boar's giving me right now. <laughs> they're not looking at you? What a nerd. It's just like, all right, man. Dragonheart, Calculated whatever. indifference. I'm just saying, it's worth the, it's worth the time just to check it out. Because either you're going to laugh at it because you don't like it. Or you're going to be like me and be totally taken by surprise. And be like, oh, that was actually kind of cool. I'll check it out. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. link to where you can check it out with money on this episode's page, or it is on Netflix, of course. See, now I've hyped it up too much. Now you're going to watch it and be like, wasn't that great, Doug? I'll see if I can find somebody to Netflix so? and chill with. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to improve that movie, is Netflix and chill. <laughs> Jesus. H. God! <laughs> hey, if some fingering's not happening during this movie, I don't know if I'm too interested. <laughs> but maybe I'll check it out. So you're saying something about new... Ant-Man news? Yeah, before I went off on Dragonheart, basically, uh, they announced that Ant-Man, the Ant-Man sequel is coming. It's called Ant-Man and the Wasp. And uh, it's going to it's gonna come out in 2018. But uh, I know Cap was a little disappointed because that means they're going to be bumping up Captain Marvel until 2019. Yeah, apparently it's only by a few months, though, which I didn't yeah. realize. But it's, it's, it looks like a year's difference, but it's actually not that much. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I mean, Ant-Man was good. Um, Could have been better, but I enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, why not? Yeah, why I really not? liked Ant-Man. I thought it was... I don't know. I guess it. I could understand why some people might think it's uh, too cute, maybe. I just think people really wanted Edgar Wright to direct it, mm. and even though he didn't do it, it was still a good movie. So I, I thoroughly, I saw it twice in theaters, which means a lot to me. You don't normally see movies I am a, twice. You no, know, I don't see movies no. twice in theaters very often. It's not, not even it's the Matrix because of being <laughs> cheap. It's just a matter of being lazy, you know. Fair enough, fair enough. So if you actually got my butt out of the house and to a movie theater for like that extended period of time twice. The last movie I saw twice right. was uh, Jurassic Park 3D. 
and it was good both Guardians, times. Guardians of the Galaxy was the last time I saw a movie twice in the theater. Cap. Last time you saw a movie twice. I've been trying to. I've been racking my brain. I know it's happened because it's all. That's, I mean, that's a that's a seal of if I have if I have a time to give to a movie twice these days, that's that means something. I cannot. It definitely happened with Moonrise Kingdom. Um, it may. I think it happened with Guardians. Yeah, I saw I saw Guardians twice. Actually, I don't know if it was before or after Jurassic Park. I think it was. Bef- I think Jurassic Park 3D happened before. I saw Edge of Tomorrow twice. Once because I was dragged to it, and I was like, "Oh no, this ain't gonna be that cool." Mm, then, and you, it, then you woke the fuck up. Yeah, then it was actually <laughs> totally cool. And then, um, uh, then I was like, "Oh, I gotta see this again." So then I saw it again with friends. What's the movie you saw the most in theaters? The Matrix. How many times? Four. Four times? I think so, yeah. I Cat. think that's actual legitimate facts. Ooh, man, 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 man. You you my my memory is is complete garbage unless it involves like uh, facts and dates relating to pop culture, but not my interaction with pop culture. Uh, I want a fact. How many times did you see a movie? <laughs> like, uh, I don't fucking know, man. Um shit. I'm trying to think. I, I I've never I've never been the kind that, that really like spammed, you know, movies. I I know a girl who saw fucking Constantine like 12 plus times what? in theaters because well, not only was it a decent film is she but just like Keanu Reeves or something? That's the ticket uh, okay. <laughs> How many times did she see The Lake House? <laughs> I don't know, let's get her on the phone <laughs> You're so on the show Tell us how many, you there, how many times you watched the movie The Lake House? Oh, like 30 times. Alright, thank you for calling <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh, So um, uh, as far as uh, sequels and dates and so on, uh, Incredibles two finally got announced. That is actually happening. It's uh, 2019, mm-hmm. so we got a, we got a whole four years to wait for that potential blockbuster. Um, I mean, we've been waiting a, a long time. How, what's the gap between these movies? It's been like, it's been over a decade for sure. Oh, dude, so. it'd be fucking sweet if like the kids grew up a little bit, like I, in the I time mean, period. I, I feel like that's what they've got I to do, so. right? And like Jack Jack is like now uh, now a kid, and um, I feel like if they were to make it a sequel after so much time has gone by and then it's still a baby and they're all like that would be like well they mean they could they could i wouldn't i would prefer like you said where they're older i think if they did that i probably wouldn't even watch it just because it's clearly then still just i don't know it's too disney where i'd like them to mix it up you know time went by (gasps) i mean they did for toy story you yeah, know, so. no, and I lo- that's why I went to go see it. I, I was I, like, there we go. I feel like the, the Pixar way, specifically with you know with Toy Story, is that is that they they see that the next thing to do is to it, it's always about uh, people for them, right? So right. like they're not going to give us the superhero stories of like here's the next exciting adventure and the Incredibles, you know, like they we're not we're not going to necessarily get that. It's more likely that they will age them up because they'll give us the new problems relating to a new point in, in their lives. Also with upcoming stuff on TV, Sci-Fi Channel, and I only just like found this out like today. Uh, uh, but Sci-Fi Channel is doing an adaptation of Arthur C. Clarke's Childhood's End. Um, it's going to be, I believe, a three-part miniseries. It might be a little bit longer than it's that. Like, I think it's in, a five-part. Oh, five-part miniseries? Yeah. Okay. In, and, the, in the chronology of Arthur C. Clarke books, it's like, you know, Space Odyssey, the Space Odyssey quadrilogy, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Rendezvous, Child, then, Rendezvous uh, with Rama and Child, Childhood's End, like, on equal footing, which is better. I don't know. Well, that's up to your personal taste. Yeah. Um, I know some people who prefer Childhood's End. Um, I believe Childhood's End was like the middle book. First was uh, 2001, then Childhood's End, and then I believe Rendezvous with Rama was the, was the, the last one. They, they have no connection to each other. None, yeah. They're, 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 there's there's just, nothing. Just in the, in the pantheon of, yes. of sci-fi, specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. Clark sci-fi. Um, the thing that makes Childhood's End worth watching, um, for the for anyone who's like not familiar, um, this is a story about, without giving spoilers away, because there's tons of potential spoilers, uh, it's an alien... Um, visits to Earth on a large scale 
uh, that we've seen in movies like countless times, except this is unlike any of those times. Like this, it's not, it's not like an alien invasion, but it's a, it's, it's a lot of ships landing and a lot of interaction with human culture and ways that I can't really go into. Cause that's the really kind of the whole point of the book. But, uh, it, it, I will definitely say it, it, for anyone who hasn't read the book, this will go in places that you do not expect. Do they set up their own customs that you have to go through once you're arriving on the planet? Um, well, not really, because it's, it's, uh, no, no, it's mm. really, it's really, uh, because we don't go to other planets, it's just, uh, they come to us. Uh, just one day they just show up, well, and people sure, freak out. if they out. had some sort of, like, system of government, then they might want to regulate even their own people coming and going. There, it comes into play a little... Okay. Actually, Fair like enough. you'll you'll see you you will see when the show premieres. I, I could talk all like all about the book because I actually really like the book. Um, well, what, what's what is it that anchors the audience to this to this um, scenario of, of alien interaction? Okay. Well, um, so just the basic hook of the story is that you know life is normal one day, um, uh, then then these huge ships like Independence Day style, these huge ships just show up in the skies. And they just sit there and we're like, what the fuck's going on? Whatever. And then finally, um, over the course of a couple, the, the book skips ahead time like a lot and it fills you in on all these gaps. It just really shows you the moments leading up to these certain things. Uh, but eventually we, uh, uh, we select one human to be the person who speaks with these aliens and like once a day, once a week, whenever they have their meetings planned, they might change it for the, for the, for the show. This particular person will get in a little shuttle, a little, little shuttlecraft, shuttlecraft provided by the aliens. It'll hover up to the main mothership he'll go inside he'll sit at a table and across the table is a, is a two-way mirror and uh, he speaks to the alien representative on the other side and the alien never reveals himself and he just tells people what they should be doing if they want a better like life how to build better machines and how to make life better for everybody and of course humans everywhere are suspicious because like what the fuck why would you just show up and start telling us how to live our lives but also give us amazing technology to make things better and not ask for anything in return. And uh, the the human and the alien on the other side, who you, who you don't see, start this sort of friendship over the course of a few years. And finally the human is like, listen, um, this is, he's an old man at this point too. He's like, uh, I, I guess he's like in his 60s. And he says, hey, uh, people are getting restless down here. A lot of people want to start a revolution because they just don't trust you and they don't trust these these ships watching us all the time. Um, you need to just sort of show us what you look like so we can at least trust you. And the alien provides good arguments as to why that's not a good idea. But he's like, look, otherwise people will revolt. And finally the alien is like, all right, we we, we see that that is going to happen. We see that it's unavoidable. We assume this would happen at a certain point. So the plan is um, you go back and tell them that we will reveal ourselves in 50 years on from this date and he's like i'm probably going to be dead by then and you're like my friend he's like sorry that's the way it's going to be and then 50 years later uh they do reveal themselves and uh uh shit gets crazy i'm really excited for the reveal from what i've read yeah i'm I'm curious of of how they're going to design it because you you could go online and get this all spoiled for you of like what they look like and like what what like how it all happens but uh, i would i would recommend that you if you haven't read the book either read the book and just enjoy it or wait just wait until december when the show happens and you can get surprised yeah i don't Um, know anything about it but it sounds a lot like an uh an episode or two of stargate sg1 I wouldn't be surprised if there was like some inspiration lifted from it. Yeah, they probably did lift some of it from it. it, it. It's it a pretty like a and, and like what I, they well known. Encountered the Ashen. What I told you is like the first six chapters. 
Oh, speaking Whoa. of which. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there are going to be six episodes, not five. I apologize. Oh, okay, okay. Also, um, the actor who plays the, the head uh, dad Lannister, his, na- his name is Charles Dance. He plays Cray Ellen. He's, he plays the alien. Krillin? No, not Ooh. Krillin. <laughs> it's Corellin. Krillin, and he dies. No, he gets his butt kicked regularly. He will. He will yeah. play the voice. He will play the voice of the alien on the other side of that screen. And when he finally gets revealed, I'm sure he'll. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're going to have him or if it's going to be makeup they, or if it's going to yeah, be what. Put him in a mask. I don't know. <laughs> in a weird rubber mask. But uh, uh, and of course, the other interesting stuff is that you see it from the human perspective this whole time. You don't know. You you never see it from the alien perspective. It's mm-hmm. always from the human perspective. And whenever he comes back down to Earth, they're like, "What did they say to you this time?" And he's he realizes he could say anything, and they would just believe that you know, like, like he would say whatever. But they're like, "Look, we don't trust him. We want." And they so they invent a device that they want him to smuggle aboard the ship that will send out like a sonic sound and be able to like radar ping the room just so we could get like a sort of pin image of like what the aliens would look like because people want to know so bad they're like starting to fight each other over this and it's like it's it's kind of realistic in that sense but then it goes whoa it goes bonkers crazy uh toward the closer you get to the end of the book but it is it is a very interesting hard science fiction uh that is uh truly truly different what's i mean what's sci-fi's like recent day track record with with shows like this because i mean i know that the 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 Dune adaptations were not particularly yeah. well received, and they also did an adaptation of Michael Crichton's um, Andromeda Strain, uh, which was mixed. I don't know. There really isn't a good track record, but the writer of this miniseries is the creator of Life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes. Shut the fuck up. Nope. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh cool. I thought Arthur C. Clarke, but you. Yes. Those are some of my favorite television shows of all fucking time. So you have just cracked open a very intense door That's here. That's why I said you had to wait for me to tell you. When I was reading up about it beforehand, <laughs> I'm like, I found something about this you're going to like, Cap, but I got to wait till we record it. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's super important, man. You just, man, you blew the lid off that. Okay, all right, here we go. Game on, childhood's end. Make it happen, December. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not not only, and and he just just wrote it. Um, It's his adaptation. I believe he's the only credited writer uh, besides Arthur C. Clarke. Keep talking. Sounds Um, good. By the way, I should add, if you think that you understand what Life on Mars is because you saw the American adaptation of Life on Mars, that show is a crock of shit. You got to watch the British Life on Mars, and you got to follow up those two series with the three series of Ashes to Ashes, and there you have one of the best uh, uh, kind of uh, psychological thriller, um, soft science fiction shows of this entire like generation of modern television. Because Lost was a disappointment, Heroes was a disappointment, Life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes—they're the real deal. They're a finite story. They're great. And uh, the director of this—he's also directed several episodes of Doctor Who, Ooh. Sherlock, and the New Minority Report. But yeah, but I mean, like this writer-director combo—it's feeling pretty good, especially considering where the crazy. Uh, this this it's I just can't tell you. It would spoil if I say anything about where this story goes, other than uh, it, it is it is classic sci-fi that just has not been done before. I, 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 can't, I cannot point to another movie that has a similar ending or outcome. Or uh, I'd like to speculate. I think the aliens are clowns. <laughs> you will be wrong. <laughs> they they dress up Charles Dance like uh, like Bozo. He's got the big big wide hair. <laughs> Squeaky, Stop spoiling like, it the, for the ramp, everyone. The ramp lowers and. The sort of big clown shoes coming out. Like, uh. <laughs> and then at the bottom of the ramp, he's got those cups slide up, and he's like, here, you grab the ball and throw it into the cup. And then a little subtitle <laughs> pops up that says, this is what Scientologists actually believe. 
the, the the chances that say the reptilian overlords are aware of the quality of this television show. I mean, I would Talking say about them goddamn lizard people. Definitely, they already like, run the media. I tell you what, I think I think them goddamn lizard people might even be behind that nerdyshow.com. We better get that uh, that cap, cap shut it down. Out. Buy your way to cool. I, I hear he I hear he plays some godforsaken lizard woman on some kind of dungeony show. <laughs> if that Sick. ain't no if that ain't no indication of some sort of at least a sympathizer. So are you guys implying propaganda. that only redneck people believe in lizard people? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> I don't even know. It's just a know. fun voice to, to talk about conspiracies. And <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know the thought process behind the accent that was chosen. No, I mean, it's not, as, it's not as fun to be like, you know what, I think like me. And they got. Like, if there's. Yeah, like, there are people who are like. Oh my God. I was like, look, I was do you like, believe lizard people? Oh, I don't know. Her skin was so dry. I was like, oh my God, bitch is a reptilian. <laughs> Why are you so ashy? She was like just a little bit ashy. <laughs> <laughs> it's ratchet. I mean, but it, the the, uh, the the reptilian conspiracy crowd is, I'd say, predominantly the 420 crowd. So, uh, so we're yeah, we're not we're not repping <laughs> no, correctly. I think the 420 crowd. 420 crowd. No, see, both of my parents are very much like, hey, man, so. Welcome them, lizard brothers, man. Let's let's. Uh... You may be thinking about the Rastafarian element of the 420 crowd, but no, like if you're talking about the paranoid 420 crowd, well, we don't then... need to kill Whitey. No, it's. If you're paranoid, why are you part of the 420 crowd? Hey, it guys. takes the edge off oh. of the paranoia. <laughs> Apparently not enough if you're still worried about lizard people up in D.C. I tell you what, you better be worried about them lizard people up in D.C., though. They'd do, they be legislating and communicating and <laughs> propagating all Not like they the do nation. enough work anyway. And, and masticating off of the human babies. <laughs> masticating the human babies, I tell you what. What? <laughs> <laughs> Good old boys <laughs> talking about them lizard people. Those lizard people, they they see the old babies and they be like, mm, them good eating. Tender, tender plump. <laughs> I told you we shouldn't be eating them omelets. I tell you what, it was a long time coming. It just comes. What goes around comes around. You be eating the omelets and they lay eggs. It's only a matter of time. Absolutely, it. we eat the eggs and they come around. They, they think it's fair play to just come over eat they our babies. Want, they want our gonads. That's how they brainwash you. That's why I only eat the the the, the motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> shit! What, what's it, what's it fucking called? Uh, what's let, lamb fries? That's the one. Lamb fries. The testes of the lambs. I didn't know your grandma was gonna be. Here. I didn't think they called them. No Where lamb did you fries. get this? The 1990s. <laughs> God damn it. Damn it all. I think you got that pencil. You went over there to that Lisa Frank store. Yeah. I will say, the lizard people thing. Do you declare? I declare. I do declare that the whole Donald Trump tie-in with the lizard people. We're talking It's 2015, where? right? Donald Trump. Amen. Is... The, the successful bad Biff from Alternate 1985. Most <laughs> he owns a casino and hotel that are two in one. He looks identical. He looks identical, <laughs> and he's running for president. I think this uh, is like the alternate. That just means we're living in the bad so, alternate. Wait, okay, no, we so, have to no. go look for in gray the, sports in, almanac. In the, in, in the multiverse of, of all these different multiverses that we live in, there's the 1985 where Marty's parents are losers. Yeah. There's the 1985 where Marty's parents are cool. Yeah. And there's the alternate 1985 where Biff is in charge and Hill Valley is shitty. <laughs> We're living in that version of we 2015. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Uh, that explains why there's no flying cars. The, the and hotel got, and, and our everything. Real life, our real life Biff, who owns the hotel casino yep. for president, that we're living in that shitty alternate 1985. Yeah. That's why we don't see Doc and Marty. That's that's why that's why no we don't see Doc and, Mar- Doc and Marty because it's not October 21st yet. We have like no, no, no. We're not going to see them because we because because that's the future they couldn't get to. Remember in um, Back to the Future Two, where he's like, "Why don't we go back to 2015 and stop him from picking up?" Right, right, we right. can't because if we go to the future now, it'll be the future of this bad. But 85. that would mean that they can only come here. Uh, no, no, no. We're, we're, it's like it branched off. We're, we're in the we're, right, we're living in the world where they disappeared. They disappeared in 1985. Right, and so they're here. They went back to the shit 1985. Right, and that means that we they are can only that, come yeah. to the shit future. We are they the, can only right. Right. Well, that's the shit they had to go back to 55 yeah, exactly. to fix the problem. Yeah, but we we're still in, in the shit future. future. We are in the shit 85 is what I'm saying. In yeah. 2015. Yeah, so we're we have the to future. go find his almanac. No, we, the only way you can fix it is to go back. Right, we have to go back and find his almanac. We, we have to, but we can't go back because there's no t- time oh, machine. Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> I have a flux capacitor in my car. And it can charge up to two phones at the same time. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Yes, it's done. Will it power I a got refrigerator this. that we can fit in? My car is not big up, enough. If we hook up our phone to the flux capacitor and I change mm-hmm. the date on my phone. Probably. That's... Will it take us back in time if we hit 88? I can't say that on the Hypothetically, internet. if I have a human-sized heat rock, will it, <laughs> will it power the heat rock? Yeah, I don't need any Russians coming after me for Does fucking plutonium. Does water misting bottle? Uh-oh. Uh, I think I got one over here for no particular reason. <laughs> I'm, suddenly, I'm getting uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where is it? Uh, keep keep my eyes moist on account of the. I uh, can't lick them in public. <laughs> would, would anyone care for a glass of water? You go to the wall and it's a giant bead that you just spin the bead and the water comes out. That is not how lizards drink. But though, that's like the water feeder. Is what I'm saying. It's like he, a pet water feeder. But they you can't they, feed lizards they like that. The, you have to give them a bowl. Lizard people aren't lizards either. They're people. They're lizard people. Oh, but they're so why would they have a hamster? Delicate tongues caught up in the ball. <laughs> that's, that's, that's some Donald Trump voodoo. He's the one who samples from the hamster jar. You know, that, that's, that's his butt bag. Being all mammalian, the sweaty, disgusting mole we're at. <laughs> Damn, where are we going with it? I don't know. We got to end it. I liked right. it. I think we went great places with that. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> so, we talked about a lot of cool stuff. Here's some other cool stuff. Some people who were confirmed human beings and cool ones at that. New Patreon supporters because we are a listener-supported podcast network and we rely on you to help us con- continue to exist and to build this luxurious golden empire of pop cultural ephemera that is Nerdy Show. Shout out to Zombie Pops, Nathaniel Kraft, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Shout out. To- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, many people. How do, I, the, how do I fit them all? These are new supporters. We got we got two new supporters. We got Zombie Pops and we got Nathaniel Kraft, who are given to us on Patreon. Welcome, fellas. Welcome. Confirmed for human. Yes, confirmed humans. Uh, but we they also might be on the lizard hit list now. <laughs> <laughs> we also have uh, two awesome shoutouts um, from uh, from our shout out tier folks. We got Starf who said, I would just like to point out that I love the Nerdy Show Theater. Creating that was su- uh, was such was just a wonderful idea. One of the main reasons I love it so much 
is that a few months ago I was trying to find the Paranoia XP playthrough using my podcast app, but it wasn't having any of it, so I gave up. Then this popped up, and I was able to easily get it again. He's talking about nerdyshow.com slash theater. Nerdy Show Theater is our new feed for all of our dramatic content, our role-playing series, Liberty Critical Research, it's a sci-fi audio drama that we're doing that's awesome, and uh, anything else that has dramatic content to it. So you can find all of our role-playing shows there, including the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, which, if you haven't heard it yet, is our eight-part Call of Cthulhu miniseries. It's a full, old-timey 1930s audio drama. If you haven't heard it, Check it out. If you have heard it, definitely share it with your friends because we want to spread the word. It's one of my favorite things we've ever done. Starf goes on to say, Last night I had a drive from South Dakota back to Fort Collins after a show, about nine hours, because Starf is a, is a nerd musician. And being able to listen to that to Paranoia kept me going the last two and a half hours of the drive. That shit is so good. It's like literally watching a movie. Also got to point out that Cat Blackard's character in that playthrough might be my favorite character in any of your role-playing shows. Which is really cool of you to say, Starf, because uh, to my knowledge, I don't think anybody's given uh, Hunter, uh, who's the character in Paranoia, any a particular love, and uh, and he was he was a lot of fun to play. Uh, we'll have a link to where you can check out Paranoia XP, our awesome one shot on this episode's page. We got another shout out from Garrier, who says, "So as you might have seen uh, from the Amazon purchases, I finally broke down and got my own Squatty Potty." <laughs> It's amazing, by the way, and I absolutely love it. In honor of this purchase and the episode that brought it to my attention, I would like to make the following monthly shout-out. Make like a Kaganair and squeeze out your own Kagatio this holiday with Squatty Potty. Keep the good stuff coming. That, that is some <laughs> major flashbacks right there. <laughs> that was a deep cut. That was a weird, <laughs> weird episode that we did. Yeah, about like th- what, three, four years ago. I don't even remember. Maybe, I think three sounds right. Uh, we did we did a, a a brief holiday episode where we um we we, we <laughs> Cagatillo is like the weirdest fucking Christmas tradition. Yeah, it's uh, there's uh, <laughs> there's a Christmas tradition um from a land far away. Um, it was like the Catalan region of yeah, Spain. Yeah, uh, where it's it's based around a a, a log that you uh, you feed you feed you feed the log because you, it's a it's supposed to be a turd. Yeah, it's all. What it's are got, you talking yeah. about? Cagatillo. Feed <laughs> the log. Pay attention. Uh, like a hollowed out log in the woods, you put stuff no, in. No, it's in your house. You, you bring. You bring. You find the log out in the woods. You bring the little log home. You you feed it food, and then also you have. How do you feed it food? It just okay, dog. That's the cagatillo. Or is it a hollow log you put food in? No, it's like you're gonna have to follow the link in this episode's page to listen to the original one and find out more about cagatillo. We explain this entire tradition, but also there's the nativity. The cagatillo is the log you keep in your house and feed food, but then the cagatillo is a figurine of the man who is taking a shit the moment Jesus was born. I'm not making this up. This is an actual tradition. This sounds like some lizard man shit. This sounds like so. So. Who was taking a shit the moment baby Jesus was born? And and, squ- and Squatty Potty, Squatty Potty is a uh, revolutionary uh, thing that you can have in your in your bathroom. That it slides under your toilet and then slides out when you need it. It puts your body in a constantly squatting position, so you will be able to shit as you were meant to biologically, instead of to cramp your muscles up and give yourself hemorrhoids the way that we've been doing ever since we invented the toilet. I actually just saw a beautiful commercial for the Squatty it's Potty. Amazing! They we thought we were doing them a solid <laughs> uh, <laughs> with, with this with this funny weird episode back in the day because they actually sent us a, a Squatty Potty, a complimentary Squatty Potty Ooh. to um, to test it out. Uh, 
uh, to, to, to test it out, and we gave it to Brandon. It was it was a whole thing. You listen to the episode, you'll know what we're talking about. Check out the episode. It's 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 a thing. We'll link it. Uh, but but Squatty Potty, they outdid us with this with this awesome commercial. Yeah, it was about this unicorn, and it's got rainbow, and then it's pooing rainbow, but then the rainbow's ice cream. It was beautiful. To make, I it, say, to make it less gross. I would I would love to gobble up those piping cold uh, rainicorn turds because Dude. they looked amazing. They looked fucking delicious. They really did. They looked delicious. And I liked how they went into detail as how the squatty potty helped this poor unicorn make more rainbow ice cream. Ice cream. For the children. <laughs> Yeah, so you, so you it's this, it's an amazing commercial. They've really outdone themselves. This company is is fucking brilliant, and just I mean, obviously they invested in Nerdy Show at one point several years ago, so they can't be all that bad. But yeah. uh, but th- this points. is this is an this is an unsolicited uh, re-advertisement for them because this commercial is fucking genius. Hats off to them. It's a it's a, like an animatronic or really well done CGI unicorn or, pu- or puppeteered or puppeteered possibly shitting puppeteered. out. <laughs> Shitting out beautiful rainbow ice cream and feeding it to children while the sexy knave tells you all about your butt health. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well done. Bravo. So, Gary, your hats off to you. He used our Amazon link and bought himself a squatty potty. You can too. And uh, it will legitimately change your life. It really, you should. If you have, if you've ever, it has a dumb name. It has a really, really dumb name. But if you. Yeah, it's a shitty name. You will legitimately, <laughs> after using it, you will not. Enjoy pooping as much unless you have it because it feels right. So you have me really excited for this. I so think I'm going to go buy one right the, now. The, the depiction of the guy who was pooping the moment Jesus was born. <laughs> yeah, is he sitting? Air, yes. Is he sitting on a toilet or no, is he squatting? No, he's no, squatting. He, he is. He is taking a shit in Nazareth or wherever. So full on squatting on popping a squat. Yeah. yeah, he's getting swifty. Yeah, he's, he's getting. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. he, he takes off his pants and his and pants. He shits directly on the floor. Yeah. Yes. All right. I just had to make that clear. All right. <laughs> you did it, man. You land. You stuck the landing. So, uh, yeah. So, so get swifty this holiday season and uh, get a squatty potty. I, I highly recommend it. Get swifty. And was uh, a jam. <laughs> Feel free to send more free squatty potties. <laughs> I, I've legitimately been. I've been using the Brandon. Brandon oh, relinquished God, it to you, we're, didn't we're, he? We're gonna we're gonna get into this. Okay, so uh, Brandon relinquished it to me because we, the reason we got Brandon squatty potty was for his own safety. Because right, because he sits on the rim of the toilet. He perches like a bird on the yeah. rim of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know that. What? <laughs> So you're saying he so he plant the feet? Yeah, yeah, he sets his feet up. I on, knew he liked birds, but goddamn! So right. to, to us, we can't imagine it. Right. But he's a little bird man himself. So he's able I can to pull understand why he needs to do that. But the uh, the safety, I'm 100 percent behind you. Like that. One day that thing. I believe cracked. he demonstrated he it for us. He did. It was it was during one of our one of our exclusive nerdy show hangouts on uh, on Patreon. Um, I thought he was joking. No, I. Oh. <laughs> he's he's not actually one. Uh, once we um, he was a little. Yeah, it was he's funny a, when when you thought it wasn't real. He, yeah. he, was, he was he was a little bit drunk, and uh, we <laughs> we put highlighter on his feet. And goddamn, if there weren't <laughs> bright yellow footprints. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that. Uh, so anyway, um, he, so that's not safe. Uh, it, it's not safe. <laughs> and it's not sanitary. It, I mean, hypothetically, he cleans himself up afterwards. But I mean, anyway, one of these days he's going to hurt himself. He's going to go to the doctor, and he's going to be like, "Well, how did you fall down and you know 
break your was, toilet at well, the same I, time. I was squatting on the toilet. You're but, a little bit too old to be perching up on the toilet like that. Maybe if he does it, he'll fall, hit his head, and then discover what it needs to make uh, time travel happen. It's worth it. <laughs> to make time travel possible. Yeah, but we don't, knowing Brandon, he'll be like, oh, that's interesting. He would be more like, move Brandon, on. <laughs> Brandon, you think Rick is bad with time travel. I, mean, I ain't going to trust Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, right, where were we? Okay, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, Brandon. Brandon for his gift, safety. Brandon re-gifted that to me because he's like, I have no use for this. And then I was like, oh, man, well, all right. So I, so I checked it out. Life changed. I'm, I, I still have the one that Squatty Potty gave us, but I'm thinking about upgrading to their bamboo Squatty potty because I'm in it for life. I'm, I'm like, there's no, there's no trial. The trial period is over. This is I no want to back. I want to level up. I want to have like you know the the most <laughs> attractive bamboo fucking squatty potty. Anyway, that too is on Amazon. <laughs> uh, so th- thanks, guys. Thank you, uh, thank you, Garrier. Thank you so much, Starf. Uh, check out Paranoia XP. Join us on Patreon where you can get in on the Nerdy Show Lounge where uh, we hang out and uh, share cool stories with with uh, all. The wonderful fans who back us at ten dollars or more, or uh, get the the benefit of uh, of a hangout where Brandon can demonstrate his uh, his squatting maneuvers for you uh, at our, our twenty dollar and up tier. Uh, <laughs> no promises on that. He's hard to wrangle sometimes. Yeah, he, he did it once, get, but getting him to go into a toilet and you know demonstrating the stuff for a camera it's it's difficult. I've only tried it a few times, but it's it's not easy. Really, I think he'd be down. He seems like the type of guy who'd totally. Be down. You would think that you would. Yeah, you really would. I did. It takes a lot for him to open up like that. It was it a really, does. it was, it was a really beautiful moment. Well, I yeah. thought that's if what you the squatty potty was for. Just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is a prissy bitch when it comes to birdseed. Anyway, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. Um, <laughs> I want that as a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Buyawaytocool.com. <laughs> Buyawaytocool.com, Patreon, uh, uh, patreon.com slash nerdy show. We didn't even show. explain buyawaytocool.com. <laughs> if, you, if you missed last episode. We're never going to make it. Yeah. Just, just, all, all you need to do is just go to buyawaytocool.com. It'll explain everything. Uh, Nerdyshow.com slash store. Uh, we got awesome shit on there. Ghostbusters role-playing stuff. Um, new shirts. Ner- new Nerdy Show start- uh, shirts incoming. We'll watch new it. Nerdy Stir shirts. Nerdy Stir shirts. You could make fun of me or you could edit it. It's, just, it's, it's your choice. You know? I choose to do both. So. <laughs> uh, new Nerdy Show shirts incoming. And uh, a Nerdy Show survey. Nerdyshow.com slash survey. If you haven't taken it yet, let us know what you think. Uh, and hey, if you're on iTunes, why not, uh, why not give us a five star rating because uh you know you, you like us right yeah, you if like you're us. there if you're there why not go for it all right thanks so much for listening guys bye i'm cap i'm nikki bye i'm doug and i'm boar taking us out here's what we got you may have heard his music on past state of the empires or on nerdy fm this is remix artist eclectic method doing his tribute to back to the future
Thanks for listening to Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network, and there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show on all your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Whatever happened to Laser Light Experience shows? I'll tell you what happened to Laser Light Experience. (laughs) (laughs) Those goddamn lizard people in the government, they shut it down. Turn them into weapons. Try to turn them against us. The Star Wars. You ever hear about Star Wars? The Star Wars program? The Star Wars, they ain't going to take my weapons. Reagan approved it.
Yeah, that's right. Roll Ronald Reagan. Kiss him on the lips. If there was one president that, that weren't no lizard man, it was that man. Too old for be a lizard man. Reagan came in right before the lizard people started to take over. Yeah, they, they didn't get him. quite that high up in the echelons. They were scared of him. He was the last line of defense. I tell you who was though. Uh, around the same time period was that that uh, that 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 their <laughs> Mister Italy uh, scar on his head uh, that Gorbachev. <laughs> did, 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 didn't you just say? Did you just say Mister Italy? <laughs> No, he got that there that uh, scar on his head that looks like the Italy. Ah, that uh, that Gorbachev. <laughs> this is not our best material. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.